Matt Stepp, I just came back from the California wine country. You came back from the uh, frozen tundra of Canada. And now we're both going to spend a weekend in the blast furnace at College Station. Feels like there's some poetry in that. Poetry is often imitates life, as a great man once said. Tep and Step, your premium Texas high school football podcast from your friends at Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. I am the Tep, Greg Tepper. And I'm the Step, Matt Step. Thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber and uh, making it through the offseason with us because now, like, really, football season's here, or at least our calendar is like has arrived. Yeah, so we are out of the tep and step doldrums of the off season, which mm-hmm. we love the off season. It's fun, lo- loves those it, little little fart around time, and it gives us time to put together a magazine. Correct. Which, by the way, um, you should be receiving here. If soon. you're a subscriber, which you should be, because you're listening to this podcast, you should mm-hmm. be getting it in the mail. I would say uh, rather soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to buy an extra one for your friends, <laughs> there's a decent chance there might be a few uh, on sale at uh, State Seven Hundred Seven. Now Just that is an interesting. Come thing. see us. Exactly right. Um, this is your 2023 State Seven on Seven preview edition of Tap and Step. We do thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. We're breaking down the upcoming State Seven on Seven tournament in beautiful scenic College Station, um, which I was at a. I, I meant what I said in the intro. I was at a um, a fancy anniversary dinner with. Um, my wife, your wife, this past weekend in um, in like the wine country of California. It was a big anniversary trip for us, and we were sitting there, like there was just cool breeze. It was like seventy degrees. We were sitting there on this patio for dinner, overlooking these vineyards. And I had a thought cross my mind as I was, you know, eating a a, a meal that far too fancy for somebody like me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was thinking, this time next week, I will be in a golf cart with Matt Stepp absolutely sweating everything off yeah mm-hmm. uh, in College Station and I was like huh you know time as, yeah, time I'm, moves fast I'm, yeah life comes at you fast life comes you know? at you it real comes fast at you real fast as I'm looking at uh, the uh, what are we looking at right cur- now current temperature in Cambridge Ontario at this moment Greg Tepper uh huh it's 75 okay you know, and tonight's going to get down to 58. It also doesn't help. So, it also doesn't help. It's going to be, you know, scoreboard me a little bit. Oh, as we have a, what's the heat index? Supposed to be 117 today oh, in Fort Worth. It, it also doesn't help that the air conditioning is not working at the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Headquarters right now. No. So we're all a little, uh, we're it's getting warm. It feels like we're being taunted, honestly. Yeah. It's but a little, little stuffy. What's the, what's the weather looking like in College Station this weekend? Uh, it's supposed to, so we're in high, high, high 90s, low, low, low 100s. Yeah, I mean, the heat index is the issue, right? And mm-hmm. The humidity is why, why the half the state mm-hmm. is under a, a heat, excessive heat warning. So Thursday, right now, this is according to Weatherbug, mm-hmm. which, by the way, Weatherbug, if you want to sponsor Tep and Step, <laughs> okay. we'll take it. Sure. Uh, the official- Thursday, the high right now, if, if it stays like this, I will take it. 91. 
There's no way it's going to stay. That's like what that. it says. Okay. All right. I'll believe I trust Weatherbug. Friday, but Friday is the day I'm always concerned about. 95. Friday's all day. 95, yeah. which is pretty much, that's par for the course. Yeah, but the heat index is going to be 110. Yeah, and it's Saturday, 98. But Saturday is a shorter day. We're out of Saturday's there pretty shorter. quick. We're out of there about Saturday. 1 o'clock. So, you so. know, it's... It could anyway, be worse. It could be worse. I, and be I, should, I shouldn't complain because it's football. It's football, and football is better than no football. That is our, our saying here on the, on the podcast. It's a controversial saying, but we've, we've stuck. we're sticking with it. We're going to get you ready for the state 7-on-7 seven seven tournament down there in College Station uh, going uh, division by division coming up here in just a moment. But first, Matthew, we will start, as we always do, with your Texas high school football fun fact of the week presented – by Country Meats. Oh, Country Meats. How I've missed talking about you. I have missed talking about Country Meats. So much so that I've got the read right here. Shout out to our friends at Country Meats. Have a team in need? Country Meats makes fundraising easy and lets you earn 50% profit. Reach your team's goals fast. Use discount code STEP10 for 10% off your first order at CountryMeats.com. That's promo code STEPP10 at checkout at CountryMeats.com. CountryMeats.com. I bet that we'll have some Country Meats at 7 on 7. It's going to hit. In the right way. Cause, but here's the thing. You like the spicy kind. I do. I don't know if the spicy kind is going to work. When you're real sun. hot? Yeah, I don't know. It's, <sighs> it's, it's a, tough. Because I do like country meats, but I, I, also, yeah. I also like being cool. And, and, and <laughs> I also don't like being hot. So. Exactly right. Yeah. Matt Stepp, your Texas high school football fun fact of the week. 128 teams are going to descend upon College Station mm-hmm. this weekend for the 2023 State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. Technically the 25th. This is the 25th edition. Yes. So the 25th anniversary was last year, but we missed a year. We missed a year in 2020. So this is actually the 25th State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. 128 teams. Matt Stepp, of those 128, how many were there last year? So how many repeat customers do we have? Don't count. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna count. I'm just trying to think. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of a, of a number. I'm gonna say ninety-four. Good guess. Seventy-one. Wow, we got some churn. Yeah, we did have some churn. Seventy-one. We've got thirty-three Division One repeat customers. Nineteen in each Division One, Division Two. Nineteen out of thirty-two is 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 doing some big business. It there. is. It is. Uh, and I, I I'll, I'll give you a little fun fact here. Okay. Four, six, eight, nine, eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many first timers are here? Never been to state. Never been to state. Um, I know a couple because I was doing some research on them. Um, I'll say seven. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, all they're all three divisions. Eighteen. How about that? There's nine in Division One by itself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We got some. We got some nice. Speaking of one of those first timers. Uh huh. Oh, Those I know mighty this. Everman Bulldogs. So, so when the when the pools came out, oh, and, yeah. and we of course had the original, um, uh, we we of course you can find all the pools at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com/slash/seven-on-seven is the official website of the state seven-on-seven tournament. We are partnered with the Texas State Seven-on-Seven organization. They, the, the, yeah. the, the group that puts the board of directors. Doug Stevens and, and, and all those uh, outstanding those uh, coaches. Mucks. Those muckety mucks. We, we've partnered with them, so we help uh, to promote the event, and we help to put the event on in, in, a, in a small way, and we host their website. So you can find everything you need there. So we got the pools last night. We, we, had the, we broke the news on TexasFootball.com of the pools that you can get uh, that we'll see this weekend in College Station. And before the pools came out, after Everman 
qualify because Everman qualified Friday. Is that right? Uh, was, yeah, they Friday. were a late Last qualifier. Week, yeah, for the first time. Coppell has been qualified for a while because, of course, Cowboys fight oh, never gosh. dies. But I started thinking. I was like, man, should we call the like the board of directors and be like, look, I know you don't believe in pool stacking. I know you don't because I know this is randomized. I actually but, got to witness the randomized draw. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. I have a couple. It's literally just a. They just separate the teams by regions, and they have an online <laughs> randomizer, and it pops out. They group uh, them in groups of four, and whichever one pops out. I was hoping we would get Coppell and Everman in a pool together yeah. and on one of the fields that we're going to be broadcasting on Texan Live, because mm-hmm. we'll be having four fields on Texan Live. You can watch for free, texanlive.com, although you would get it anyway because you're, you're Dave Campbell's Texan yeah. subscriber. You're so, smart. Because so, what I imagined was just you and I on color – dueling homer calls with poor Gavin Moritz in the middle like trying to keep the train on the tracks and having zero success but but just you and I I mean all sorts of s talking going back and forth that would have been over the top touchdown calls and just... and and I'm trying to I mean I don't know how the uh, I, I don't have the the bracket in front of me um I mean Coppell look Coppell and and Everman could certainly meet actually you know what they could meet in the first round of the, of the tournament, or correct me if I'm wrong, because it goes A versus B, C versus D. Is that right? Uh, no, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. It goes A versus I, oh. B versus J. Never mind. Individual. Yeah. Well, sometime, theoretically, if they keep winning, Everman and Coppell could play. And if they do, Matt, you and I, we need to make, we need to... to just... Just shove Gavin out of the way. Shove like, Gavin, Gavin like, listen, Trevor, Chase. Listen, dude, we've got some important it's business time for to take the, care of. It's time for the, the pros to come on. <laughs> yeah, the pros. Yeah, we'd be real professional. Um, just the most over-the-top, just oh, ridiculous. That just, yeah. So this A lot is, of scream talking. This is your State 7-on-7 seven seven preview. And and I, I know that there are people who are parachuting in, and, and maybe maybe their team is one of those teams that's never been to State 7-on-7. Seven seven. Mm-hmm. And they've never they, maybe they're unfamiliar with, with how this works. Uh, here's a brief overview of the way that these things, of, of the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament works. There's three divisions, okay? Uh, there have been state qualifying tournaments, SQTs, over the course of the last two months or so. Teams have qualified for a spot at state. Uh, they are broken up into three divisions, and this is not like a 6A Division one, 6A Division two type thing mm-hmm. where, where we wait to see who's in. If you're a 6A or 5A or you're a large private school, you go to the Division One bracket. If you are a 4A, a 3A Division One, or a small private school, which we do have two of those, Midland Christian and Lubbock Christian, Correct. Um, then you go to the Division Two bracket. And if you are smaller, 3A Division Two and smaller, you go to the Division Three bracket, which is now in its sixth season, fifth season, sixth season, around there? Uh, 2018 was yeah, the first year. Um, so uh, those are the three. Di- and then those, those teams, there's 64 in Division One, 32 in Division Two, 32 in Division Three, they are put into four-team pools. Uh, so they are put into Pool A, Pool B, Pool C, etc. It's a randomized draw as far as who gets in where. Although they do make it so that there's regional like they try. It, it was in, in Division One. It was impossible because there was like 22 Dallas yeah. area teams. So yeah. there's only 16 pools. So yeah. You're gonna have a few pools, which we do have a few pools. With Two DFW teams. But the idea is that we don't want to have a pool with entirely DFW teams. Correct. So they, they, they break it up that way, but other than that, it's a randomized draw. And so you have four teams in a pool, and those four teams play a round robin. Um, uh, they'll, they'll play one another, so you're guaranteed to get at least three games. Um, the 
uh, Division Two and Division Three will start at one o'clock on Thursday, and mm-hmm. they'll play pool play up until about six o'clock mm-hmm. on uh, on Thursday. Uh, then they will come back on Friday morning, and then they will start knockout play, where is a single based on how you did in pool play, you're either put into if you're in the top two in your pool, then you will go to the uh, the winner or the champions bracket championship bracket, and if you are uh, in the bottom two of your pool, you'll go to the consolation bracket. It is a single elimination tournament from there. That will go all the way up until about one o'clock. That's when the Division Two and on Friday, the Division Two and Division Three uh, brackets will conclude, and that is when Division One will start. And then Division One starts at about one o'clock. Actually, not about one. It starts at one o'clock mm-hmm. on Friday, and it follows the same thing. They're going to play pool play up until about six o'clock, and then they're going to come back on Saturday morning. And from about eight a.m. until about one, mm-hmm. one or two, mm-hmm. uh, then they will finish with the championship games, and that will conclude the tournament. So we'll have three concurrent tournaments going on, um, but really Division Two, Division Three go first, and then Division One comes and, and takes over. Uh, does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Yeah. If Wh- not, there's an article. If, yes. if you're more of the reading type, yes. we do have an article. It's my ultimate preview that is posted on TexasFootball.com. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives you some... Some fun facts some about over- the State 7. And it gives you an overview of the, of the event. An overview of the event. You're it's more a, of the reading type. Then College Station at Veterans... Is it Veterans... I always say Veterans Park, Veterans Memorial I was called Veterans Park. Like yeah. It's Veterans Park. Yeah. Um, and we will have uh, live coverage on Texan Life. We'll have uh, cameras on four fields uh, with uh, uh, four very... Or actually, I guess it's eight very good pools. Uh, two, in, uh, two in Division 2, two in Division 3, and then four in Division 4, mm. or Division 1, rather. <laughs> and we will be able to uh, to bring you some live 7 on 7. So if you want to watch that, we'll have our Texan Live crew calling it. Maybe Matt Stepp, Ishmael Johnson, or I will hop on and color for Maybe, a game or two. Yeah, yeah. we a guest, guest um, call or two. And of course, we'll have TexasFootball.com uh, coverage from stem to stern. But let's dive into the big meat of the preview here for the state seven on seven tournament, because we do have some thoughts on things that on the way that things uh, broke out. Uh, So I will give you, and this is true. Do you want to go smallest to largest or do you want to go largest to smallest? Go smallest to largest. Okay. So we will start with the division three bracket. So again, teams that are three, a division two and below. So three, a division two or two, a, this year, uh, their 1A teams are eligible, but there's not a lot of six-man teams that play. No. I'm not there's sure a, how many even played qualifiers. I think yeah. I can only remember like one or two. Yeah, there's, a, there's a couple, but we haven't had a six-man team qualify for state. It's been or, a while. I want to Tur- say in a hot minute. Turkey Valley qualified. Yeah. Yeah, a while. It's been back. a hot. They're the last one, I think. Um, but uh, so we will take a look at the pools. You can find the pools on TexasFootball.com/slash/seven-on-seven. And for each of these each of these divisions, we're going to pick out uh, a pool of doom, which is the toughest pool uh, mm-hmm. that there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, a hipster pool, a pool that maybe is flying under the radar, but we're pretty interested in. A team that you're interested in for whatever reason. That can just be a player you're interested in watching. It can just be a story. It can be, uh, a, for whatever reason, just a team that you're interested in. And then uh, some favorites. Let's say one or two favorites to win the State 7-on-7 seven seven, uh, tournament in that division. So we'll start with Division 3, where the 32-team t- field is set. Uh, and I am curious to hear what your pool of doom is, because I think this is the one... I think there's a clear-cut pool of doom in Division Two. We'll get to that. I don't know. Is there? I think there is. Uh, and then Division One's got a couple, yeah. but Division Three was maybe the hardest to pick one because it is a. I'll tell you this: it's not always this way, but especially this year, if you like, there are a, 
really, really, really good 11-man teams that are also at the State 7-on-7 mm-hmm. tournament mm-hmm. this year. And it's it's going to be really fun to see these teams that we expect to play deep into the fall. Now, out here, we get a little preview of them on State 7-on-7. So, what is your pool of doom in Division Three? Pool F. Okay. Which features Jacksboro. Mm-hmm. Defending champion Miles. Miles did. Miles was the real Cinderella story mm-hmm, last year, mm-hmm. and they had a good year in the fall. They they, they were mm-hmm. a lot better than you know. They, I think they went eight and three last year in the fall. Had a really good year with the mm-hmm. young team. A lot of those guys are back. Mm-hmm. Poth, mm-hmm. who played, played for, for the state championship in the fall, and they were there mm-hmm. last year, right? Oh yeah, po- Poth is a regular at state. And 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 they were you know they're always good. Mm-hmm. And Rogers, mm-hmm. um, Jacksboro's the the newbie in this group. They've got a receiver named Kaleem Howard. Keep an eye on him. Okay. They've been very good in early qualifiers. Jacksboro's going to be pretty dangerous. Miles played in one SQT in Sonora and just dominated. They were they were putting up fifty burgers on people. They did that last year too. So they're 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 a machine. They were the team that I remember when we were doing after they won the title last year. We were doing the instant recap on TexasFootball.com, and. I need to go back and watch that, but I like I remember there being the the talk of like we should have seen this coming because they were so dominant in qualifying. Yeah, and and then they, they they are again this year very mm-hmm. very good. Uh, Poth, a regular at State Seven on Seven, always a good team. And then you got Rogers, who runs kind of the slot T and a variation of it. Mm-hmm. I love Rogers because they get in there and run their play fakes. They're under yes, center. They, do. they run their offense. It's great. So. This is a really good pool in Division Three. Division Three sometimes the depth isn't quite there. You don't have a lot of the quality depth. There's more quality depth in Division Three this year than there has been. I think it's because the game is growing at the small school level. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Pool F is my pool okay. of doom. My pool of doom is at Pool B. Okay, Pool B gets my nod for the pool of doom. Okay, you've got Albany, a defending 11-man state champion. You've got Ganado that we have very high hopes for coming into the year. You've got Harmony which was a team that played to a state semifinal last year, kind of in a surprise manner. And do you remember last year, Harmony? Remember at State 7-on-7 seven seven last year, we were sitting there, and they're like, yes. who is this Harmony team? They yeah. went all the way to the semifinals. Uh-huh. They had Boston Hudson's back. Mm-hmm. They, had the, they had the big tight end who nobody could cover. They, they were a surprise story last year at 7-on-7, seven seven, and it was a precursor to what they did in the fall. Absolutely. They're in there. And then I would eat, I would throw in Sudan as well. Sudan is a team that went 9-3 and three last year. Uh, they bring back uh, a ton from last year's team. Uh, and they're going to have playmakers all over the field, including they got, a, they got Trent Wilson, their quarterback, back. I think this pool... There's going to be two good teams in the consolation bracket. There's there. no, so remember, this is the cool thing about D2, D3. Yeah, no consolation right. bracket. Yeah. It's just seeding. So here's the thing. Pool B and Pool F play yeah. in the first round of bracket play. Man. So, so you're going to get... So the four seed in either one of these pools is a threat to beat the one Absolutely. seed. Absolutely. Because these, these, these are good enough teams that you can see the four seed sneak up and beat the one seed if things don't go right. So Pool B, it gets my pick for the uh, the Pool of Doom. And I'm, especially with Albany, because Albany is a team that, of course, won the state championship last year in 2A Division Two, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we have high hopes for going into the going into the 11-man season. I will be paying very close attention to what they do this year at 7-on-7 seven seven, because I think it could be informative for what we'll see in the fall. Um, all right, give me a hipster pool in Division Three that you are uh, you think is going to fly under people's radar that may not have the name recognition. One team in this pool does have name recognition. It's Pool C mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the Holly Bearcats. Oh. But this pool is hipster because I love... I love the dynamics of this pool. It's a it's a very West Texas heavy pool because mm-hmm. you got Holly out of the Abilene area, 
You got Sonora out of San Angelo. By the way, Sonora, real in, in the fall, keep an eye on Sonora. They're going to be really good. And them, them and Holly, that could be a regional final preview. Mm-hmm. Sonora brings back a ton. Uh, and they played in the playoffs last year, and Holly handled them pretty easily. But that could be another another matchup again this year. Sonora, really out of San Angelo. Then you got Sunray up there in the panhandle. And your guy. Armando Luan. Yeah, Armando Luan, the state's leading passer last year as a sophomore. Uh, this is their debut. Their debut. And Sunray's actually making the longest drive in Division Three, because Sunray, mm. if you're not if, if you're not sure where Sunray is on a map, it's way up in the pan. Google it. It's 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 way up there. And then you got Elkhart, another first time out east. So you got one East Texas team in there in Elkhart, and then three West Texas teams. So um, I think it's a fun pool to watch because you got Armando Lujan, you got Sonora with the uh, uh, I believe it's Jaime uh, uh, Butron. I believe yeah, is his name. Butron. Butron. Uh, Butron. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Holly with Chandler Myers and Deontay Ramon, two Division One recruits there at Holly. Uh, uh, Greg Powers has put us onto the Elkhart quarterback, yes. too. Tristan Tydro. Yes, they have a young quarterback who is yeah. kind of flying under the radar. This is a fun pool. Yeah. I'm excited to watch this pool. Yeah, I, I think that that is an excellent, excellent pick there. I'm going to go, uh, for Hipster Pool, I'm going to go to Pool G. Pool G is the only other pool here in Division Three with two first-timers. Wallace Brazos is making their first appearance mm-hmm. here in, uh, at the State 7-on-7 tournament, so I'm excited to see, them, uh, see what they do. Same thing with Merkel. The Badgers will be making their first ever trip. Um, And then you've got a team like Chilton. And uh, Chilton is a team that, because of the style of offense that they run, where they they are, they do like to outmuscle you. The fact that they are what they look like this fall, I think, will be. indicative and telling of like how balanced they can be in the fall because if they're able to throw the ball a lot of it is like Poth like when Poth made a run last year we're like okay well like they can they can do a little bit of everything Uh, and then you add in a team like Henrietta Henrietta is I want to say were they here last year they were they were here last year. year yeah they were here last year, so they've got that experience under their belt. I think Pool G has an opportunity to be uh, to be a lot of fun. There's so. no real clear cut. I think this no. is, this could be a pool where you see a three way tie. Yes. For first place, those kind of things. You, you, this this is a very evenly matched. Yes, pool. it's a very evenly matched pool. All right, give me a team in Division Three that you that we're that because we're, we're going to be sharing a cart mm-hmm. that you're going to say we got to go watch this team. Uh, just because for whatever reason, what is the team that is that is uh, on your radar that you you have to see when we're down there? I want to go see Stanford. Here's why. Mm-hmm. Stanford recently had a coaching change. Mm-hmm. So Britt Hart leaves Stanford. He's going to go to Granbury to be an uh, offensive coordinator, I believe, at Granbury. Mm-hmm. Um, Britt Hart was more of a wing T guy, mm-hmm. more of an under center, kind of run oriented offense. They run their offense in seven on seven. They've, re- they've brought back Wayne Hutchison, mm-hmm. who, if you remember, Wayne Hutchison led Stanford to three, state, three straight state championship games mm-hmm. in 2012, 2013, and 2014, I believe. And they won the last, they won two of three. Um, he came out of retirement and is back at Stanford. He's more of a spread, wide-open guy. I want to go check out Stanford because they bring a lot of talent back from last year, a good, a good team last year. They bring a lot of talent back. I want to see what offenses if, – if they're starting to implement Hutch's, Hutchinson's offense. Mm-hmm. So I want to see kind of what they're running and kind of how they look w- with the coaching transition. They're, and Well, they'll get tested because that pool E with Gunner and Lexington. Lexington. Yeah, Jared Kerr is going to be there. Um, uh, Colin Peacock for Gunner. It's a, it's a loaded it's a loaded bracket. And, of course, Gunner – Semifinalists in seven on seven last Gunner, year. Gunner, you can almost pencil Gunner in to make at least a run in yeah, the semifinal. They'll they're, be they're just like in real football. And, Shocking. And by the way, they will be on uh, one of the fields that we'll have on Texan Live. Pool yeah. E will be on TexanLive.com, so you can watch this pool happen. I'm going to bounce back up, um, and I'm going to bounce back up to Pool D. 
I have so I am so interested in Wink. Okay? Because mm-hmm. Wink on paper looks like the kind of team that is ready to make a lot of noise uh, there in 2A Division 2. Okay? They bring back 10 starters defensively. Uh, they were a really good team last year, a 12-1 team last year. Everything, everything is clicking. But <laughs> they are missing one thing, mm-hmm. and that is the do-it-all star, Cannon Gibson, who's off to West Texas a Yes. He did so much for that team last year, and... You know, based on what we were hearing from, uh, you know, from Coach Brian Gibson there, we don't really know what their quarterback situation is going to be like. I think they've got a couple guys they like, and it wouldn't be a surprise to see them cycle through a couple guys Mm -hmm. out there. But I'm very interested to see what Wink looks like in the post-Cannon Gibson era because I'm I'm ready to hop back on board because Mm -hmm. of all the other pieces. But he was so important to what they did last year, and I'm interested to see what what Wink looks like. And uh, they've been very hot and cold in qualifiers. Mm. A couple of qualifiers, the one they qualified in and one one of those tournaments, they look really good. Couple of other tournaments, they looked real shaky, which I think is kind of mm-hmm. indicative of them being in a transition phase right now, yeah. kind of seeing how how things go. Intrigued to see what Wink looks like. All right, give me a couple of teams, uh, maximum of two teams that you think could win this darn thing in Division Three. Um, I'll go. I think Harmony is going to be a, a contender. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, Miles is the easy pick because they're the defending champs, mm-hmm. but I'll I'll. I'll do it one one more mm-hmm. less obvious one i'll go harmony and i mean every year i, I say it i think dangerfield is mm-hmm. just because they're so athletic and so talented they're always in the mix they, they went to the championship game, semifinals i know once lost to childress a couple of years ago but i'd go dangerfield and harmony with miles also just because of the defending champ yeah and by the way um i don't want to tell you how to, how to do uh, your job and we're going to be sharing a, a, a um a cart but uh we're going to open at 1 o'clock on Thursday. Dangerfield and Tidehaven. That'll be a fun we game. Might need to, we might need to park over there at Field 7. To, Texan Live Field, too. Yeah, so. uh, well, I'm excited to see Tidehaven's that. Tidehaven's got Joseph Dodds, mm-hmm. who's a – I don't know if he's committed yet or not, but he's a big-time he's a big time FBS recruit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I will go – I'll go Miles and Gunner. Which feels like very chalky. Those are two super chalky, two two, okay. chalk, two teams that, that are, are used to playing seven on seven. They've got some playmakers. They've made deep runs before. I will go with Miles and Gunner as my two picks to click to win the Division Three uh, state seven on seven tournament. Now over playing being played concurrently with the Division Three bracket will be the Division Two bracket comprised of teams in Class Four A, Three A Division One, and then a pair of small private school teams. Uh, and so, Matt Step, maybe we're about to have a debate here because I think this answer is obvious. When we're talking about Division Two, and you look at the eight pools up there on TexasFootball.com slash seven on seven, what is your pool of doom, Matt Step? I think it's I think it's so obvious. Pool C. You are a crazy person. Here's why. Okay, number one, you got Hitchcock. I mean, I agree. I'm, I, Hitchcock I'm, I'm lost their first seven on seven game in two years to Hampshire Fanet in the Hitchcock SQT. Hitchcock's loaded. They won state in basketball. Mm-hmm. They all those kids from last year are just better back. Lloyd Jones, the quarterback. They've got he's got playmakers all the field. Hitchcock, they're one of the favorites to win the tournament. I'll, I'll also say this about Hitchcock. 
um, in talking with because they won state seven on seven last year. In they won two. it in division two. Division last year. two, um, and in talking with Craig Smith, the coach there at Hitchcock, he really thinks that was a real like a real jumping off point for this group of this group of kids. He went eleven and two last year, yeah. I believe in, he, in, in real football. And he so. thought he was like, you know, I know seven on seven, not a lot, not everybody pays attention to it, but he's like, for us to go out there and compete at the statewide level and to go out there and win really buoyed us going forward. And they, so I, they take it seriously, yes. and they're real good at it. They dominated Lorena in that. They beat Lorena in the championship game thirty three to six. Yeah, last they did. Year. Like that was not really a contest. So obviously Hitchcock goes without saying, right? Mm-hmm. But then I listen. Did we, did we forget what San Antonio Davenport did last year? We did year? not. No, we didn't. I mean, they're really very good. good. They're going to be a threat because of depth. Mm-hmm. So day two, it comes down to also a battle of attrition. San Antonio Davenport's got five A numbers. They're going to be a five A school next alignment. They are really good at seven on seven. They bring just about everyone back from last year's team. Davenport's team to keep an eye on. Then you got two traditional powers in seven on seven. You got Sunnyvale, the 2019 champions, making their second straight year. Uh, Sunnyvale's got a sophomore quarterback who I believe is Adrian Peterson's nephew. Okay. Keep an eye on him. He's really – Coach uh, – who was it uh, at – it was Coach Parr at Anna told me they, they, they lost to Sunnyvale in the Anna – Sunnyvale beat Anna in the Anna's SQT to qualify. And Coach Parr was like, man, that quarterback for Sunnyvale is going to be a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got Brownwood, who's always in the mix at 7-on-7. Seven seven. Brownwood's got an experienced quarterback but very young r- group of skill players – but they got better each and every week, each and every week during qualifying. So mm-hmm. it's a deep pool. I think there's going to be two really good teams that could finish third and fourth and be a real problem for Pool G, which Pool G is really good too, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's going to be there's going to be some fun bracket matchups on uh, Friday morning. Yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad you picked Pool C as your pool of doom. I think it's I think it's pool you're of doom. nuts. I think it is. How can you look at Pool E and be like, oh yeah, that's second place to anything? Okay. Pool E, you've got Cameron Yo. I think a real fascinating group of... Uh, they were very young last year. They took some lumps last year. I think Cameron Yo has an opportunity to be really good this year. Nine and four and brings back a fair amount from last year's team. I like Cameron Yo. You've got Decatur, who... Let's not forget what Decatur did last year. Yeah, state semifinals. They were spectacular yeah. last year. They Steve were. Huff did a great job in his first year. And they've and got Nate Palmer. They've got Nate Palmer back. TCU. He just recently committed to TCU. They've got Nate Palmer back. I mean, they're they're going to be loaded, right? Mm-hmm. You've got Graham, who is the winningest program in seven on seven history. So, no, second winningest. Second winningest. But they've they are three titles though. They are. They are. Not only do we think they're going to be pretty darn good in the in in eleven man football in the fall, which you know we do, uh, but they've got a quarterback in Ty Thompson who threw for twenty two hundred yards. They've got a star wide receiver in Peyton Kinman. They're going to be loaded, and they're just really good at seven on seven. <laughs> and I'm forgetting who the fourth team is. Um, who's the fourth team? Oh, I'm sorry, it's Carthage. Yeah. The defending four A Division two state champs deal. with Coach Scott Surratt's son Jet Surratt. Taking the snaps, and from what I heard, talk I talked to uh, Jeff Reardon at Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. Carthage qualified at Coach Re- at the SQT at Chapel mm-hmm. Hill, and he told me he said, "Man, Carthage looked really, really good in that tournament." So I do not see how you could look at Pool E and think that there's any other pool. I'm telling you, Pool E, which by the way, live on TexanLive.com. Pool E is really good. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just, just I, I went with C. I think I mean, Pool E is going to be 
a fireworks factory. I we might just park there, and I I might actually I might just pull up on my phone on Texan Live, and like we can drive around and just watch all two screen in. Um, okay, double screen and seven. Double on seven, screen man. and seven on seven. If, if you'd have told me when we when I, I first know. was trying to convince you to, that we needed to make a push to cover seven on seven, mm-hmm. uh, if I if you'd have told me that that day that that in 2023 Greg Tepper would be double screening seven on seven state tournament action, I would have been like you're crazy. Here I am. Here I am. All right. Uh, what is your hipster pool? What's the pool that's flying under the radar that you're interested in? Uh, this this is tough because there's several good pools. It's here. honestly, I don't know. There's not a there's not a real. I don't want to say turd of a pool. But no, like, there's, not. there's no. There's almost no weak pools. I'm really interested in Pool H. Yeah, you've got an interesting grouping of teams here with Jasper, Midland Christian, mm-hmm. Frisco Panther Creek, and Taylor. Um, Jasper's loaded. If you're if you're Jasper's if you're recruiting, Jasper's loaded. They got a, they got a massive tight end. They uh, do. Kiati Armstrong Ty or something. Anthony, yeah, Ty Anthony, the oh run, linebacker. Gosh. I can't think of his last Ty name. Ty Anthony now, Smith. Yeah, he's great. Jasper's. Jasper's really made a push to play seven on seven this year and gotten good at it. Midland Christians played a lot of seven on seven SQTs out west. They're always solid. Panther Creek, another team that's going to be five A next year, brings everyone back. Panther Creek beat Salina 39, 39 to twelve to qualify. Mm. You beat Salina by four touchdowns in seven on seven. You're doing something. And then Taylor, under new head coach Irvin Flowers, I think Taylor kind of a surprise qualifier out of Cameron Yo uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, good team though, and so I, th- I think Pool H is kind of the under the radar kind of hipster type pool. Yeah, I mean, I might go next door to Pool G. I mean, the thing is, I think all the I think the the computer did an excellent job balancing these these pools. I will say Division Two. There, there's not a pool. No, I, I'll you know if we're, if we're we're in the trust tree, right? Pool. There's pool a D. couple of pools in Division Three that yeah. I'm like, it's really not super interesting. I in. agree. Not going to say which ones they are. Mm-hmm. There's a couple that I'm just like, eh, we'll mm-hmm. wait till this bracket play. Mm-hmm. Y- you could say, hey, no. step. Let's go. To, let's go watch in, any of these eight pools in Division Two. Hey, step. You want to go watch the game? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's not a pool in Division Two that I'm not super in, interested. <sighs> in. I might go next door to Pool G. Um, Salina's there. I think Clyde is flying under the radar from way out west Texas. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Hampshire Finette. Hampshire Finette is the team. That, one of the favorites. Yeah, I think one of the favorites to win it. And then Lorena, if you want to see Jaden Porter. I think there's star power here with Pierce, per- Pierce Pirtle for Hampshire Finette and Jaden Porter. Dante uh, Zeno from, from yeah. Hampshire Finette. I think, they're, I think loaded. they're loaded. Pool G, I think, might be flying under the radar a little bit. But, I mean, this is it's, it's hard to pick one here simply because I think all the pools are, are particularly interesting. Agreed. All right. Give me a team that you're going to that you're gonna put on our – you're going to grab me by the collar and throw me against the wall of the um, the golf cart, air-conditioned golf cart, and, uh, and say we got to go watch it. Well, we got that upgrade yet? Have, have we asked uh, Boss to get, the, get us that upgrade? Boy, how great would that Fully be? loaded? Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. If we had an enclosed <laughs> air-conditioned golf cart. We'd be so obnoxious. Well, Vivaldi would just be playing oh, the my whole God. time Nothing while we're would be, around. We'd be eating fine cheeses. Yeah. <laughs> what a visual. We need to make that happen. Talk to Adam about that. You think we, me and you be popular with uh, our friends from 24-7? Oh, my God. Golf cart? Oh, Hudson Standish would uh, would would absolutely – he'd just be like, I'll just I'll just work for you guys for free. Yeah, the problem is now, though, because – so the pecking order for the golf cart is me and you in the front. Correct. And then it's Roach, Roach and Gabe. And then – Guy Frazier, if he's there. And, yeah, because guy, guy almost died of COVID. Guy almost died of COVID. <laughs> almost died of COVID. Remember that. Uh, and Hudson. So and we Hudson. Gotta, now, but Ish has a golf cart, so mm-hmm. and Powers has a golf mm-hmm. cart, so we'll have to, you know, mm-hmm. th- we take care of our peoples. We do. Anyway, uh, go on. Shout out, shout out to Gabe, Mike, and Hudson yes. and, and Guy Frazier, who almost died of COVID. Who almost died of COVID. <laughs> um, 
Where was I? That's not funny to be clear. We just, but yeah, it's not funny, but <laughs> the now, sentence is he's funny okay to say. Now, he's so okay, okay now. It was just a joke because right. we, yeah. Who's the team we're going to go see? Jeez. Uh, I'm going to make this easy. Okay. I'm going to have to go see Silsby at least once. Once. Because I want to watch Draylon Miller play seven on seven. Mm-hmm. It's just must-see TV. Yep. So I'm going to go to Field 11 at some point and watch Draylon Miller play seven on seven. I think so that's fair. I got to go watch the Silsby Tigers. You, made, you did make it easy. Jeez, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna pick two. One I'm gonna go one on the board and one off. One that I gotta go see. I want I, I gotta see I gotta see Anna. Um, I need to see Anna coming off of last year. Watch Silsby and Anna play. They're in the same pool. Right. Um, I, I, I need to go see Anna. Um, see what they're all about. Um, I think that they've got an opportunity to, to make some noise. Jacob Emmers, DeAndre uh, Williams. I think they're gonna be fun. Got a fun young quarterback. Fun young Robert. quarterback. Shocking. Seth Parr's got a quarterback in the pipeline. Yeah, I can't believe it. Um, yeah, that Anna Silsby game might might be. Yeah. We have to, may have to be there. And then I'm going to go a little off the board. Um, and there's two teams in Pool B that I'm interested in. Lubbock Christian. Mm-hmm. Lubbock Christian, one of the two private school teams. They are they they lost back to Townsend, who was the private school player of the year at the quarterback spot. What do they look like without him? And then Sulphur Springs, one of the first timers here at State Seven on Seven. First time in Division, in division they've Two, they've been. They've been Division One. They went. Remember the name Tyreek Rollison? I do. That he was year, awesome. he, that, that year they they went. The year they won state, they that qualified. Um, actually, oh man, you know what? Sulphur Springs I'm interested in. I'm just going to pick another one. I want to go see Ponder. I want to see yeah. Ponder. The Marcus Scholes uh, experience has begun there. Mm-hmm. Ponder, mm-hmm. he's pretty bullish on them. I he's think fired up too. I he's think really I think that up. I think part of what what they've got going is he's just kind of let the let the reins loose on them and just be like, let's go out there and play ball. They've yeah. got a couple kids that they're really excited about there. Um, I don't know. I'm interested to see what Ponder what Ponder is about, and I, I might need to get some eyes. Um, on them uh, before we before we skip. If down. anything, want to interview Schultz probably. Yeah, because they were they were three and seven, but they got Case Peacock at the outside. I don't know. They got some dudes, so I'm interested to see them. Okay, now give me some uh, give me two uh, favorites here in Division Two. Uh, so Hitchcock's the easy one, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go Hampshire Finette. Okay, Hampshire Finette beat Hitchcock in qualifying. I think that's, they got a little rivalry thing going. I think we could see Hitchcock and Hampshire Finette match up at some point. China Spring. I think they, if if there is a favorable draw in the pools, I think China Spring got it. Yes. I think they're going to be the pretty clear favorite, in my opinion, in Pool D. Mm-hmm. They're going to be on my short list of, of, of favorites. And a team we haven't mentioned yet, but maybe the most loaded with talent in this entire bracket, Pleasant Grove. <laughs> yeah, and they, they've made some runs before at 7 on 7. You think Pleasant Grove, Wing T? Dude. They, they're good at 7 on they're 7. They're really good at 7 on 7. Yeah, especially defensively. Oh, my God. And they're loaded. Yeah. Akari Johnson, Caden McFadden, Jaden Boardley, Lance Jackson, they are loaded. Yes. So, yeah, my two favorites are China Spring and Pleasant Grove. I think oh, yeah, Pleasant Grove's in a sneaky good pool in Pool A as well. Yeah, so that it's is. It's a sneaky, yeah. fun pool. Because I think Bay City's going to be pretty good. Somerset always throws it around. Mm-hmm. Springtown's Springtown can, can yeah. let it rip, too. So, I'm, I'm interested in that. Okay. So, that is our look at Division 2. They will wrap up play about 1 o'clock-ish on Friday, at which point they will give way to Division 1, the 64-team bracket, uh, you can or 64-team uh, uh, pools you can see at texasfootball.com. Uh, the 64 teams from Division 1, comprised of 6A, 5A teams, and then uh, there are no private school teams, but could be big private school teams. Um, 
we've got the the pools in front of us, 16 of them, 16 14 mm -hmm. pools, which makes this a little bit more difficult. And pool play in this is a lot more more important because yes. got to finish in the top 2 to go to the championship bracket. A lot of stakes here now, in and Now, if you finish in the bottom 2, you're going to play Saturday, but yeah. you're going to play in the consolation bracket. And uh, our our interest in the consolation bracket wanes very quickly. Wanes a little. No bit. offense to anyone who makes consolation bracket, but we're we're tired already and we're focused on the championship bracket. But with sixteen pools, it makes this this question a little bit more intriguing. Matt Step, what's the Division One pool of doom at twenty twenty three stake seven on seven? There's some good ones. I think I narrowed it down. This is not helpful. I narrowed it down to five. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm interested to see if you picked one of my five. This is tough. For me, it's pull in. That's what I landed on, too. It's pull in. Mm -hmm. Here's why. You have two powers in Lake Travis and Shadow Creek. Yes. Loaded with talent, loaded with recruits. Lake Travis is a regular at State 7 on 7. They're always really good at it, but they're also really talented. Shadow Creek, second straight year going to State 7 on 7. Loaded with talent, big-time Division One recruits. Then you have two schools who may not have as much of the front-end talent but are really good at 7-on-7, seven seven, mm -hmm. and that's Eastwood and Wakeland. Both these teams are 7-on-7. Seven seven. What they run in the fall translates really well to 7-on-7 seven seven mm -hmm. because they sling it around. They, they're in the spread. They're, they're running those concept routes. They're, they, it's, they, this is just an extension of what they do, so they're always – they execute at a high level, and they're always really sharp. And they're capable of beating anyone in 7-on-7 seven because seven, they don't have to worry about the linemen and mm -hmm. matching up in the trenches. So four deep, pull in, really good pull here. So pool – to be clear, coming in, I landed on pool in as well. I was like, that's probably the pool of doom. I'll tell you what the second place one was, and I know why you didn't pick it because you're, you can't be seen as a homer. Bro, pool G is a monster. <laughs> Pool G for your beloved E block. They 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 did not get any first timer favorites or favors coming into to state seven on seven. You've got Everman. Everman is loaded. Uh, Jerry and Besped. Uh, they've got Barrington Strickland. They're loaded uh, mm -hmm. for for Bear. Everman is legit. And just because it's their first time here doesn't mean they passed the eyeball test. Yeah, so for they, sure. They got some good looking kids. They look good. College Station, who. Is always very good at seven on seven. Mm -hmm. Arrington Maiden just committed somewhere. Did I see Memphis? That? Just Memphis. Memphis yeah. Just committed their quarterback. They've got Aiden Martinez Brown. They, they've got home field advantage. They get to sleep in their own beds. Uh, that's helpful. Barbers Hill. Barbers Hill, another first timer, but they're going to be really interesting to watch. I, I love this wide receiver, Trip Davis, who's a, I think going to be a sophomore this year, mm -hmm. but he is a star. And then you got Flower Mount Marcus. And Marcus is another team that, correct me if I'm wrong, Seven on seven, they tend to be pretty darn good. They're at. always usually pretty good. They're always good. Uh, Easton Mitchell, the wide receiver defensive back, the name to know there. I think Pool G is a bear. And, yeah. and you're, Marcus you're and Everman played in an SQT, too. They've already played. There you go. See, maybe some bad blood. Not about that, but Probably Ever, not. Everman won. So oh, okay. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, just saying. Yeah, of course. It was close. Uh, so I think Pool G is a bit. The, the other one that I mentioned, and I, I apologize if I'm taking your hipster pool, the other one that I kind of wrestled with um, was Pool I. Uh, Anim Consolidated, Crandall, who I'm really interested mm -hmm. in seeing. They looked good in Tyler uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, qualified. Eaton at a Northwest ISD. And Noah Lugo just committed yeah. to UTSA. And then Klein, Klein Kane. Those are those are the um, – the pool I was the other one that was kind of in my mix. Consol is red hot right, right now. Mm -hmm. They went. They played in two SQTs. A lot. They didn't start playing until um, the – 
two weeks ago. They, mm-hmm. they didn't play – new coach, transition. Mm-hmm. They went to the – they went. To, they played in the college station SQT, went 2-1, and one, lost in the pool play. Let, played two SQTs last weekend, went 7-0. and oh, Jeez. And they went 3-0 and oh after qualifying. And they, pl- they played a JV they – they basically played a bunch of backups and just destroyed everyone at the Willis tournament on Sunday. And they qualified at Midlothian. So they're red hot right now. Keep mm-hmm. an eye on Consol. All right. What is your hipster pool? What's the pool that you think is flying under the radar that you, you're going to make us watch at least one game? I don't know if this is flying under the radar, but I feel like Pool C is one that I'm going to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Here's why. It was, my, my, back, my runner-up is Pool H. Mm-hmm. Pool H is a really good pool as well. That, mm-hmm. that, that Pool H may qualify as a pool of death as mm-hmm. well. But Pool C, here's why. you got Abilene, who I think is really, really good, underrated, and sneaky good. Braden Henry, the 2026 speed mm-hmm. merchant, he plays quarterback in the fall. He does play some quarterback in seven on seven, but he also go, goes to receiver, and he is a matchup problem because of his of his, of his speed. Clear Springs, a super talented team out of Galveston mm-hmm. County, always in the mix. Round Rock, one of the more talented teams in the Austin area, is in this pool. And then you have Brian Rudder, who replaced Rock Hill um, as a, as a, as a late replacement. Brian Brian Rudder is not just here. For, for, for grins. They're no. a good 7-on-7. Seven seven. Mm-hmm. They, they played in the semifinals twice in two separate tournaments. In the one tournament, they didn't make the semifinals, and they went 2-1 and one in traveling all the way to Arlington to play. So this is a hipster, sneaky pool. I like Abilene to win the pool, but I think it's a really fun pool to keep an eye on. That's an excellent one, and we've been getting questions. I know there have been people who have wondered why uh, Prosper Rock Hill, which did qualify, they dropped out of the tournament. I have a good reason. Is, is it the reason I'm about to mention about the news that came out about the Oklahoma? Yes. So uh, their quarterback, um, Kevin Sperry, is a four-star kid, uh, going to be a junior this year. He uh, transferred. He's transferring up to Carl Alberts outside Oklahoma City, right? Yeah, just south Oklahoma City. Yeah. Our, our buddy, my buddy Mike Dunn is the head coach of Carl Albert, mm. former, uh, former Brewer assistant. Oh. He's, so, a, he's got Texas ties. Well, he's getting a... Big time prospect, an Oklahoma commit in uh, in Kevin Sperry, who mm-hmm. is transferring, and it sounds like I'm, I don't know this. You've you've been on the phones more than I have. I can connect some dots here and say, well, we're not going to go to seven on seven with a quarterback who hasn't taken a snap, basically. Prop, pretty much, yeah. yeah. And especially because it happened literally the the Monday of the state tournament. I yeah, I, they probably found out about it over the weekend. Yeah, and, and then so. pulled out. So in any case, uh, that is very interesting. Here's my hipster pool, and let's get a little weird. I like it. Matt Step, there is not a more interesting pool in the entire tournament at any division than Pool B of Division One. Okay. Okay. For a million different reasons. One of them, you got Cyfalls. Cyfalls always loaded. Got a great running back in Trey Morris. Excited always to see good him. at seven on seven. PSJA North, our darlings, our Valley darlings. They're back. They're loaded. They bring everyone back. They've got everyone back. And they were sneak. They went to state seven on mm-hmm. seven for the first time last year and were sneaky good. Mm-hmm. They, they, they got to the championship bracket. They're pretty good. Keller Timber Creek, first-time state 7-on-7 mm-hmm. qualifier. Uh, Dozy Ezukanma is back. is back. He transferred to All Saints and then transferred back to mm-hmm. Keller Timber Creek. So he's back. You know who they beat to qualify? They beat Allen. Oh, did they really? And they played That's right. Mc- we are at that tournament. And they played McKinney mm-hmm. in pool play. McKinney's really good. Mm-hmm. They tied McKinney. This is, Timber Creek's legit. Mm-hmm. And then there's San Marcos. Rattler up. San Marcos, if you have not been following, San Marcos uh, is ineligible for the postseason this year in in eleven in the fall. They're ineligible for the postseason because of recruiting violations they were found to have uh, uh, committed, um, and so they are on a a program wide postseason ban. Yes, for this year, twenty twenty three, they're banned. They are loaded. They have got tons of talent on the team mm-hmm. now. 
why that is. Certainly the UI has an opinion. They do. But they are loaded. They also do not have a state championship to win in the fall. No. This is this is they're they're going to be this will be a highly motivated team. More I, motivated than anybody else. I think Pool B has a chance to be a showstopper. Yeah. I'm really excited for every one of those games. All those teams fascinate me. So, there you go. What is your team that you are going to make us uh, turn the card around and go see at some point? Greg Tepper. Yeah. I think uh, at some point we're going to make it over to Field 5 and Pool K. Okay. To watch the inaugural Matt Stepp, he got that dog in him award winner. <gasps> San Antonio Johnson quarterback Ty Hawkins. <laughs> Let's go! You gotta go watch Ty Hawkins yeah. spin it in, in a good pool. Manville, mm-hmm. North Crowley, Round Rock, Westwood. Fun pool. Yeah. Gotta go watch Ty Hawkins, the inaugural Matt Stepp. He got that dog in him winner. Okay. If you remember his performance in week one against Judson. Uh, when he when he really got in front of myself, Ishmael Johnson and Gay Brooks, got himself on the and Ashley Pickle, uh, got himself on the recruiting radar with a huge performance in that season opener. He's a, he is a dog and he's back. There's a lot of there's a lot of teams we're gonna have to go see. Um, you can't see them all. That's, that, that's the problem with this problem. is you can't see them all. It's a it's a literal Vegas buffet of it. Of, it really of does football. stink. I mean, look, it would be it? it would be easy it would be easy to be like we like oh like we got to go see Lake Belton right because mm-hmm. Micah Hudson's going to be there and like Micah Hudson's going to be great. I'm going to be a little more hipstery here. Go see Lake Belton. Lake Belton's going to be a lot of fun. Lake Belton and McKinney, another ma- rematch from uh, SQT. And, was a, and it's a fun game. Another Texan Life um, field. Matt Step, we will at some point need to go see Odessa. Oh, Ivan Carrion. I have to see yeah. Ivan Carrion. I have to see Ivan Carrion just sun some kids. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Like, he's a 6'6", 200-pound tight end that they just throw the ball up to. Yeah, they go get it. Go it's, be a dude. Exactly. So I have to go see Ivan Carrion. That's a fun pull because Katie Jordan and Pflugerville Weiss are mm-hmm. loaded with DB prospects. Mm-hmm. Some of those matchups with Carrion against those DBs will be fun to watch. And Lake Dallas is pretty good, too. Yeah, Keandre Henry just committed to Boston College. Uh, receiver. Yeah. They've got, it is, by the way, uh, uh, Greg Powers is going nuts about the recruit. This is a loaded recruiting group. Yeah, of, of, I, need of to call, I need to call Roach and Gay Brooks and see if they agree with Powers on that. I, yeah. I think they do. I think it's pretty prospect-heavy. So, Matt Stepp. It's now time. Give me two picks to click to win the 2023 state seven on seven tournament in Division One. I think you got to go with the defending champ in one, Bingo. And, and that's Desoto. I think they, I think Desoto, regardless of what I'm about to say with my picks, because I don't want to repeat yours. I think they have to start the the, the year as DJ the team Bailey. To by the way, you'll I saw DJ Bailey in the Arlington SQT. He's huge. He has been in the weight room. It looks like he's been in the weight room three times a day. Mm. He's his. He looks like a linebacker, but mm. man, when he throws that football, it's it's one of the most beautiful things you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. And he obviously a load of. By the way, also if you're a prospect town, DeSoto has a freshman. He he he's a 2027 wide receiver. Uh-huh. Booby Feaster. His first name is Ethan, but Damn. if my name was Booby, I'd go with Booby too. Mm-hmm. Booby Feaster. In te- as a Texas high school football player. Yes. Yes. He is just – you'll look at him and go, there's no way that kid's 13 or 14 years old, yeah. whatever he is. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. He's an unbelievable prospect. He's already got a bunch of offers. He's fun to watch. He, he, he can back him up with his play. He's really good. He's, he starts for DeSoto as a freshman, so that ought to tell you how good he is. Um, DeSoto's obviously loaded. Keep an eye on the Woodlands. Now, I don't know if Mabry Medauer is going to be uh, – I can't remember where Mabry – I think he's committed to Wisconsin. That sounds right. Um, 
quarterback. He didn't play at state state seven on seven last year for some reason. I don't know if he's going to be there, but if he's there, mm-hmm. he's a game changer because the Woodlands has the running back that moved in from Arkansas is is a stud. Got a bunch of Division one offers. They've got Quan L Farrakhan, uh, the the wide receiver who's a four year starter, another big time Division one recruit. The Woodlands is loaded. They're going to be a fun team to watch if they have all their all their bullets in the holster. All right. I'm going to go one chalky pick. Knowing full again, I agree with your picks. I think DeSoto is the favorite, so so this is not me saying DeSoto's not going to win. I'm going to go with one chalky pick and one off the board pick. My right. chalky pick is going to be Lake Travis. Okay? They're just good at 7-on-7. Seven seven. Every year they find themselves deep. I want to say, that, were they in the title game last year or semifinals? It was at Lake, Lake Travis. Travis. No, they got beat a little early last year because um, the title game was the, – the final four last year was, was very DFW-centric. Oh, that's it was, right. It was DeSoto, Byron Nelson, Hightower, and Midlow Heritage. Mm-hmm. But I, most years, Lake Travis, you could pencil them in, in yep. the final eight. I'm going to go Lake Travis as my chalky pick. My off-the-board pick – what if North Crowley F's around and wins this thing? They're, Dude, they're, they're loaded. loaded. And by the way, that pool with them and Manville and Johnson and Westwood. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a fun pool. It's going to be fun. I'm just going to hang out with Ray Gates. It'll be fun for I mean, for a couple hours, you know, for a, a game oh man. just to watch him. It's going to be. Maybe he'll bring us some barbecue. Maybe we should tell Ray Gates to bring, bring the smoker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bring the smoker to Veterans Park. I don't know if it's even legal or not, but whatever. Uh, let's find out. <laughs> How about we find out? Let's just. I'll, let's sh- I'll also throw one other thing out here, and we learned this at the seven-on-seven tournament we went to last week. Keep an eye on McKinney, okay? Yes. McKinney's loaded, and we learned this. They might have a new quarterback. In <clears throat> They've got God's power. God's power, Nawahi. Yes. The North Garland, uh, uh, you know, pro- uh, star, has transferred to McKinney. Um, I don't know if they're going to throw him in there to play. He played in Grapevine. Okay, then but I would imagine. I'll say this: McKinney's got a sophomore uh-huh. quarterback who played. He was a freshman on JV last year. Uh huh. He's got that dog in him. McKinney might. McKinney might. McKinney's win. loaded. They're really good. They are so, loaded with talent. So anyway, my chalky pick is, is Lake Travis. Uh, but my my off the board picks would be McKinney and North Crowley. So remember last year McKinney beat Westlake in that game. We were all there watching McKinney. Yeah, and that was a great game. That was fun. Shavers going nuts. Um, what be, else is new? Be Shavers. A, be a Shavers, good time. Shavers stays pretty intense. We're gonna. We're excited to head down to College Station for the State Seven on Seven tournament. We're going to be very hot and very tired, but we it'll be, we'll document a lot on the internet. We will we'll document a lot on the internet. Ca- Carter's in charge of dinner. He is. Yeah. We but always we always put the rookie in charge. We always put the rookie in charge of finding dinner in College Station because it can be a little bit of a challenge. Uh, but we've we, uh, Mallory came through a big way last she year. Did. Mallory was a star um, last year. She she really knocked it out of the park. Uh, now it's Carter's turn, and he's got to figure it now out. Here's the big question: now, now that we have HEBs in the Metroplex, not not everywhere, but they are there are HEBs here. Does the does the shine of our Wednesday night HEB run get lost a little bit, or is it still one of the one of the highlights of the trip? I think it's still one of the highlights of the trip. Yeah. I still like doing it. I still think it's a lot of fun. It's just fun to go to HEB with Ish. It is. Ish, no, Ish, Ish is from Austin. He, uh, he, he, he's got his things that he likes. Yeah, it's just he fun go, to go he to goes to the weird candy aisle. Yeah. He likes he he, he finds he's like this is this is candy from Korea. I'm like, "Awesome, dude. That yeah, sounds great." Let's go. Um he'll find something that I've never heard of that ends up being delicious. Um but yeah, we'll do that. Uh we'll be there. We get there Wednesday afternoon mm-hmm. and then we'll be there until they shut it down and kick us out on Saturday. We'll have our uh legendary Thursday and Friday night working sessions. We will in the have hotel. our 
legendary. Uh, some of the hard, so, some of the hardest I've ever laughed. Yeah. Is uh, is is during those sessions. Yeah. There um, may be a- after we've done after we're done recording. There may be adult beverages. There, well, who's to say? Who's to, I mean? But we uh, will record a uh, Thursday and Friday night recap. Recap, and then uh, we'll have complete coverage on TexasFootball.com, and then we'll have um, coverage on. Uh, yeah, so we'll have uh, live scores on TexasFootball.com. Yep. We get the uh, the Google Doc. We'll have scores updated right away. We'll have broadcasts from Texan Live. Yeah, I guess. Um, by the way, the Texas social media will have a ton of stuff. We 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 talked around it, but I'll make sure. I, I tell you guys, division. So starting on Thursday, Thursday at one o'clock is when Division Two and Division Three get going. Texan Live will have coverage of Pool D and Pool E for both of those Division Two and Division Three. So for Division Three, that's Dangerfield, Tidehaven, Tioga, and Wink. Pool E in Division Three is Dilly, Gunner, uh, Lexington, and Stanford. Pool D in Division Two is China Spring, Needville, Ponder, and Snyder, and then Pool E is in Division Two is Cameron, Yo, Carthage, Decatur, and and Graham, and then starting at one, and we'll also, by the way, have this have the championship. We'll have all, every championship game uh, on Texan Life for free for you to watch. Um, you'll also, and then when Division One gets going on Friday afternoon, we'll have Pool E, F, M, and N. Um, the first games may get. Um, the first games may get uh, uh, moved because if we're waiting for the championship games to, to finish up on those fields. Mm-hmm. But Pool E is Arlington Seguin, the Woodlands College Park, Corpus Christi Miller, and DeSoto. Pool F is Lake Belton. So if you want to watch the Mike Hudson experience live, you can. McAllen Rowe, McKinney, and Pearland Dawson. Pool M is El Paso Eastlake, uh, Red Oak, Katie Tompkins, and Westlake, which is a really good pool. Yeah. And then Pool N, which is El Paso Eastwood, Lake Travis, uh, Alvin Shadow Creek, and Wakeland. So you'll be able to watch all of those teams live on TexanLive.com. And then if you keep winning you get to get on the championship fields and then when you're on the championship fields then we're doing your game exactly so think of it like that um yeah so there you go that's uh that's gonna do it i'm we're excited to head down seven on seven it's always one of our favorite times because it's football it's the end it of the kind of the football season, off yeah. season and uh and we get to fart around with our friends which yeah. is so do fun. you want to uh after, so for tap and step schedule we're still working on the preseason episodes, but mm-hmm. we will have uh, a July Tep and Step we live. Will. Well, it will be live. Live on tape. Recorded from coaching school. Uh, yeah, we might need to do that earlier. But well, do you want to do it earlier or later? Because last year fun it, to it ended up fun when we not, none of us had a voice. We were I, all I, I a little. Listened, so the other day I was driving to my SQT, and I actually listened to it, and it was hilarious. I think we should just wait. Okay. Just have all the stories. Yeah, have all the stories. All right, so Tuesday morning of, st- of coaching school, yeah. me and Step, and then whoever else we can drag onto a microphone yeah. at Because Ish, op- Ish opted out last year. Ish gave us the no. He, he, in, he independence bowled us last yeah, year. Yeah, it might be. Maybe yeah. Pickle again. Pickle, Maybe Mallory. Pickle yeah, Pickle or Mallory. He's got better stories. Yeah. Know. Well, I guess we'll find out. And then after coaching school, we will begin our season previews. That, that'll come out. We'll, we'll have a more set schedule at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but we'll season have, previews. But we're, yeah, the off season's done. We're we're the doldrums are done. We're gonna be it's football season. Football season. I'm looking at a copy of the summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. How about that? You should be getting it soon. I mean, it's time. Life's good. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Step, thanks for your courage. Thank you. See you guys in College Station on Tep and Step. <laughs>